From the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Senior Salute Radio. Senior Salute Radio is presented by the Estate and Asset Protection Law Firm of Victoria Collier. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Senior Salute Radio, presented by the Estate and Asset Protection Law Firm of Victoria Collier. Alongside Victoria Collier, I'm Mike Salmond, and Senior Salute Radio brings timely information to leading age boomers and seniors addressing the issues of aging, caregiving, and maintaining quality of life. And as we do this program today, Victoria, we are in the holiday season, the Thanksgiving holidays, which is uh, hopefully a lot of fun for your family and your children. It is, Mike, and I'm really excited about this holiday season because my daughter is um, going to be in her first jockey race, and that's all she wants to be is a jockey, and so, (laughs) you know, her dreams are coming true right before her very eyes, and and it's very exciting for the entire family. We're going out of town for that. It also makes me sad, though, because my mother, who is aging, um, is not going to be able to go with us, and we're not going to be at the family um, this year like we usually are for Thanksgiving. Well, speaking of family, Thanksgiving is one of the few times of the year where really a lot of family gets together. There are a lot of folks, especially the kids, they go off, they have their lives, they forget about their parents, <laughs> and then they see them around Christmas time and Thanksgiving, and, th- and that might be all. But but Thanksgiving can mean something different for the kids compared to, to seniors. Talk about Thanksgiving and how it relates to seniors these days. Well, I will say that I'm hopeful that kids don't forget about their parents. It's just that their day-to-day tasks keep them from coming as often as they'd like or calling as often as they should. Yes, and we've um, talked about that <laughs> on previous shows. Yes, we have. But, you know, Thanksgiving is very different from, um, you know, people who still have children at home uh, who are working versus seniors who are anticipating generally the whole year to have a get-together with their family. And that anticipation, while exciting, can also make them very anxious of um, what's it going to be like because it's the whole year for one day, kind of like when we were kids waiting for Christmas, you know. Whereas for, you know, the families with kids at home and still working and all that, you know, Thanksgiving – is a time to take a break for sure and be thankful for sure but it's still part of the rush rush it's a task um i hate to reduce it down to a task but it's it's you know we look forward to maybe not being at work for a day or two um but we're still thinking about what are we going to do and are we preparing the meal and how is everyone going to get where they need to go and do we need to pick up that elderly loved one or are we going to their house and cooking in their kitchen so the expectations are different so what what tips and plans can we share with our listeners to maybe make the holidays and specifically in this case thanksgiving less stressful for their parents or for the seniors or the elders i do have a few tips that i'd like to share and one is you know just knowing that it's different for the senior and that they are likely looking forward to this for months and months and it is a time for thanksgiving is that we can create small uh like projects so that there's something to do in the weeks leading up to it, such as a gratitude project where, you know, each week or each day, family, friends, neighbors, to include our loved one that's senior, can, you know, make gratitude notes per week and put them in a jar. 
Um, and then that way we know that we have a planned activity together that should be, you know, fun and light. And so then on Thanksgiving, people are pulling out the messages and we can actually even make it towards that person, especially if they're, you know, like have been living alone for a while and things like that is, you know, what's the gratitude about them right mm-hmm. um or you can always make it about because they're not going to write gratitude for themselves <laughs> so you know and they don't want all the attention on them probably so but something that connects them with the gratitude but gives them something to do to lead up to it other than just obsess about the day itself uh, so that's one thing and then you know recognizing that gratitude isn't a one day of the year kind of activity it's all year round and this can be the start of a longer project which is doing a gratitude journal and then you can read those to each other the next year for example and journaling especially gratitude journaling has a lot of positive effects for people who do it there's been a lot of research on that and some of those effects are just you know reducing stress levels and feeling calm at night if someone does their gratitude journal at nighttime and for seniors often the evenings are the most anxious time because they're tired they you know watch a lot of screen time sometimes that's news because it's the only involvement they get sometimes with the outside world and So having an activity like that before they go to bed as to what they're grateful for can maybe help them get into sleep and then sleep better. So it's it's just thinking outside the box as to how can we make this more than just a meal, you -hmm. know. Um, But since we're going into meals, talking about meals, another helpful tip is, you know, having the senior actually participate in the planning of the meal, even if they're not the one who's cooking it. Okay, it's it's helping in the preparation and the planning. I was going to ask you because I know a lot of folks. No, mom, don't worry about it. No, dad, don't let let us handle everything. But I would think they would want to participate. Give them something to do. You know, Mike, that's a a huge point. Not just at Thanksgiving, but all the time. In that every single person gets value out of feeling that they're contributing yes and like even with my kids now you know I mean our lives are so much more harmonious when they feel like they're helping or when they feel like they're doing something for someone else and our parents are no different and we can sit here all day long and say oh mom you've earned the right to sit there and be catered to and be pampered that only works for people who want to be pampered you know that's me by the way um <laughs> you can come over and pamper me all anytime right. no, note to self got it <laughs> But most people want to contribute. Um, And so even if that's just running the list of uh, things that need to be, you know, gotten at the store or the list of, you know, items on the menu, continuing those conversations is critical for seniors. Even if the senior says, oh, you know, I don't mind whatever you want, they appreciate and actually get a lot of value out of just the invitation to be part of the conversation. And in the interaction itself, because more times than not, if they don't see the kids or the family the rest of the year, they're by themselves. They want to they want to interact. I don't see you all year long. You come to my house, you're cooking the meal now and you tell me to sit in the living room. We're, we're, we're not really interacting. Right. And it feels like someone's coming and taking over your life. You know, when you're there by yourself or with your spouse um, every day, managing every day. And now it's you're still you know. a function. You're still a functioning adult. <laughs> that's right. That's right. In most cases, yes. But that leads me to another thing, Mike, is that 
because kids haven't seen their parents in in months sometimes, is that they can notice changes much more so than if they see their parents every single day. Again, I keep referencing my kids because I'm so in that world right now. But, you know, I don't see my kids, you know, growing, you know, every single day. But when I go on trips, even if it's just a weekend, I come back sometimes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, have you grown two inches just in the weekend I've been gone? Well, with our parents, it's the same thing, not with the growth part. But, <laughs> but you know, they might be walking slower or they might be asking the same question over and over, which they didn't the last time I visited. They might take longer to get out of bed. And those then can concern people if they haven't seen those behaviors before. And concern is good. But sometimes people overreact. And just because, you know, someone's moving slower or ask the same question twice, then they immediately jump into the, oh my gosh, we need to move you to a nursing home. Well, there's a big, you know, variance between I'm slowing down and I need a nursing home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but when you haven't seen your parent in a, in a while and this is, you know, what you're seeing, it's not uncommon to have that kind of reaction. When you're talking about your elders and your, maybe with your parents, and you mentioned, oh my God, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. I think we need to have a nursing home. Is that a conversation that maybe you should put in the back of your mind and maybe have that a few days later or a week later? Not, not bring it up maybe at the Thanksgiving table or so forth. I mean, timing is everything. Timing is everything, and you know, it's great that you've asked that question because the children, for example, especially when they live in all different places, they deliberately plan to say, let's have these conversations when we're all together, which is oftentimes the only time they're all together. Um, And, and sometimes that's, you know, with the person right there in the room, sometimes it's not. In my opinion, number one, you should have these conversations with the person in the room with them, you know, not about them, but with them. But no, not over Thanksgiving I would think dinner. Be, be sensitive to the time of the year. Absolutely. And, yeah. Again, it goes back to what we talked about in the very beginning, and that is this often is the one thing this person's been looking forward to because they get to see their family, because they, you know, get to have a good meal. The last thing they want to do is have you telling them what you know they think you should be doing and where you should be going and seeing and all that, and the fact that you need to have your estate planning documents in place, all that's probably true. Enjoy the meal, enjoy the day, enjoy the kiss goodbye, and then say, I loved seeing you, I can't wait to see you again, and the next time we see each other, I'd love to talk about X, Y, Z. You know, position it, but don't do it on that day. And we're talking specifically about Thanksgiving, but I would think Christmas as well. There are certain holidays you just don't bring up things like this. Like, Mom, we need to put you in a nursing home. Okay, don't mention that on Christmas Day. (laughs) Right. I would say that, you know, between November and December, those are not the times to really have those kind of conversations. Um, But I think that it is important to recognize that people decline in the winter months it's not unusual and that it is time to start thinking about what do the next few years look like what do we need to plan for that so that first quarter next year we can start having those conversations all right any other tips or ideas that we should have in mind when it comes to seniors and and elders around the holidays 
Well, Mike, you know, as I've mentioned on many other shows and what my philosophy is, especially with all the families that we meet at the Estate and Asset Protection Law Firm, is, is communication is key to everything. You already mentioned timing is important, which it is, but it's also how you communicate, and it's not a huge conversation all at once. It's bite-sized pieces. It could happen over months and months in time over telephone calls, over, you know, visits and meetings. But every time you see your loved ones, it shouldn't be a conversation about such heavy stuff. Right. It should be intermingled in. And so that would be my last tip is put yourself in their situation and how would you want that conversation to happen to you? And I think for people to put themselves in that conversation they should take themselves back to when they were in high school or when they were in college or going to college, when their parents were approaching them about very important topics such as, you know, are you going to, you know, go to the college? Are you going to work? Are you going to get an apartment? Every conversation wasn't about, so did you find your apartment today? Did you sign the right. lease today? Are you going to do this today? You know, there's, there's other things we need and can talk about, um, not just the important ones, and we weed the important ones throughout. So an ongoing conversation, but not an overwhelming conversation where it's the topic every single time. Right. And I think that um, the senior will be thankful for that. And that can maybe be one of those things they journal about. <laughs> yes. yes. So, yeah, you, yeah, you spun it back to the beginning. Well done. <laughs> Well, we, we wish everybody, of course, uh, happy holidays if you're enjoying this podcast around the holiday time and, and, and keep seniors in, in mind, uh, whether they're your parents or, or, or others out there. Absolutely. Um, Thanksgiving is all day, every day. There you go. A reminder, you've been listening to Senior Salute Radio. It's a bi-monthly show bringing timely information for leading age boomers, and it's available 24-7 online by visiting businessradiox.com, then select the Gwinnett Studio and click on Senior Salute. For Victoria Collier, I'm Mike Salmon, and thanks for joining us. And thank you, Mike. I just want to reiterate that at the Estate and Asset Protection Law Firm, our mission is to ensure that people live with the highest quality of life. And through these conversations in our, you know, experience, that is how people live the highest quality of life. You can get more information about the law firm at www.elderlawgeorgia.com. That's www.elderlawgeorgia.com. And if you'd like to speak with us, it's 470-235-7848. It's 470-235-7848. I want to thank our listeners. We salute you. Mm-hmm.